Hi, my name's Tom Cheeks, and I'm going on a journey around the world. Why don't you join me? Over the course of these podcasts, you'll learn a lot about me. But let me tell you this for starters. I've made love in 68% of the countries on the planet. How, you ask? Well, you'll find out how, you ask, if you stick around. Now, I'm going back to learn a little bit about the place I was too busy shagging to fully appreciate the first time round. The food, the culture, etc., And, and here's the kicker, I'm going to seek out these old flames of mine, find out what they're up to nowadays, and what they remember about that fateful night with yours truly. Finally, I'm going to give them the option to do it all over again. No cheeks attached, because I'm flying home the very next day. So, why don't you come along for the ride? Episode 4. The Place... Wagadougou Burkina Faso, the year 2004, the girl, Katida Kabore. Hi guys and gals, this is your boy, Tom Cheeks. A lot of people say to me, Tom, you're well travelled, we can tell that just by looking at you, but whereabouts are you based these days? Well, after I trotted all over this globe of ours, I came back home to Ham, in the Garden of England, Kent. It's a funny thing, isn't it? I've been lucky enough to see all over this little spinning rock we call planet Earth, and wherever I went I always felt that I belonged in Ham. I'm reminded of that famous song by Tom Jones, Wherever I lay my hat, that's my home. Well, that's true to a certain extent, Tom, but for me, I'll always have a Ham hat stand. (laughs) Another thing a lot of people say to me is, Tom... We know all about your conquests around the world, but what's your situation now? Well, I am 110% single. Since I returned to these shores in 2011, I have got perilously close to settling down on a few occasions. Hell, I've been engaged four times. But in each case, it didn't take long for these ladies to realise that I'm just not the settling type. It was always the same story. I'd start out as just the perfect gentleman. I'd literally shower them with gifts. Wines, their favourite foodstuffs, bath bombs, brooches, you name it. Over time, though, I grow distant, often looking out of the window for hours on end, perhaps daydreaming about my past adventures. There came a day in all of these relationships where the girl in question would simply give up trying to change me and leave. It was just better for everyone that way. Better for me, and probably just about better for them in the long run as well. So it's episode four and we're off to the motherland, Africa. We're off to Burkina Faso. I first went to Burkina Faso in 2004, after seeing this truly harrowing Children in Need sketch in which Dermot O'Leary watched with tears streaming down his face as flies continued to buzz around the open mouths of starving African children. I was desperate to go over and help Africa in any way I could, but not knowing where Dermot was, the only option I could see was to point at a map with my eyes closed. The first three attempts I landed somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, but just as I was about to throw the map away with a flea in its ear, I gave it one more go. And there it was, Burkina Faso. It sounded so exotic, so mysterious, so African. What could you possibly do to help? People would ask me when I told them of my plans. You're just one man. Well, it's that kind of thing which got these little blighters in the trouble they're in, I'd reply. But in truth, I didn't know what I was going to do when I arrived. I wanted to build a school, a hospital, deliver a couple of multi-packs of Volvic, anything. I wanted to help, for goodness sake. 
Facts about Burkina Faso. Currency. West African Kaffir Franc. Language. There's currently no recognised language in Burkina Faso. Capital city. Ouagadougou, which has recently been recognised by UNESCO as the city with the funniest name. So here I am, Africa. It's 3am in the morning here and it's still absolutely boiling hot. And what's more, the sun is still out. Uh, oh, actually, my watch has stopped. It's just gone midday. Still, it's blooming hot. <laughs> my time in Wagadugu starts with a visit to the Isako Business Park, where I'll be seeing how these proud people are trying to help themselves. Then it's over to one of the biggest street markets in West Africa, where I'll be hoping to pick up some bargains. I'm going to the Wendabasso School, where I'll be talking to the proud people of the future, just a fantastic group of kids. Before going to meet my old flame, Kadida Kabore. This time around, I've arranged ahead of time with Kadida where and when we're meeting. She tells me she's got lots of memories of her time with the Cheekmeister, and can't wait to share them with my listeners. So, stay tuned, it doesn't disappoint. Believe me. When I arrived in Wagadougou in 2004, I was expecting to find something similar to the images which have so affected Dermot O'Leary. Poverty, famine, etc. But what I found was quite different. I found a people with so much life, so much energy. A people who weren't looking for handouts, but who wanted to hand themselves out. I quickly realised that everyone else just needed to back off for a bit. Let these guys do their own thing. Were they going to make mistakes along the way? Sure. But how else were they going to learn? And would we be there for them when it all went wrong? Well, of course we would. Well, I'm now outside the Isako Business Park with Musa, who works here. Now, Musa, I'm no agricultural expert, but even I can see the sort of problems you have on your hands. The ground is so dry, so desolate. I mean, no crop has a chance of growing here, surely. This is a car park. The car park. Oh yeah, of course, right, yeah, with you now. And uh, so what's this building behind us then? Now office block. An office block, right, and that's obviously where all the work is done. Uh, it's very much like the sort of office block you'd see in Croydon or Leatherhead. It's not quite got the majesty of a modern commercial building of somewhere like Canary Wharf, for example, uh, but it's a start. Uh, and you can bet these people are just the same as us. They'll start to contend with office politics, horrible bosses, all that sort of thing. And I bet there's the same sort of gossiping which goes on around the water cooler. Am I right, uh, Musa? Sure. Oh, God. You guys do have access to a water cooler here, don't you? Yes. Yeah, of course we do. God. I'm sorry. I thought for a second I put my foot in it. Of course, it's important for the country to retain some of its own rich culture. I'm at the Carnival Dodo, where hundreds of people are using music, dance and amazing costumes to celebrate the history of Burkina Faso. So vibrant, so colourful. I love it. And if you can't beat them, join them. Wahey! 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 And now at a street market just on the outskirts of the city. It's so vibrant, there's so much noise, so much energy. I love it. Don't worry about this lot, they're doing all right. They're doing just fine. 
I've set myself a challenge where I want to see how much I can buy here with just £10. So that should be a bit of fun. £10 equals roughly, wait for it, 7 million West African francs. <laughs> I'm a millionaire again! Anyway, I've got the cash. Let's go get some bargains. Hi, how much for this loaf of bread? I've only got this. I've only got seven million francs. Is that enough? <laughs> oh, so how much is it? One million francs for a loaf of bread? That's outrageous. <laughs> Here you go, mate. Wow, this is all amazing jewellery. Uh, you make yourself? You make yourself? You make yourself? I've only got six million left. <laughs> How much for this bracelet thing? Two. Two million. Well, that sounds a lot, but obviously with the exchange rate, that's about £2.50, so... Hold on. I'll see if I can get it down a bit. I'll do, do a bit of haggling. But about 1.5 million. I can get this down the road for about 1.5. 1.5? Yeah, okay. 1.5 million. Deal. Nice doing business with you. Thanks. Better 50p in my pocket than hers, right? Cheers. So now it's time for a spot of lunch. I'm going to try a local dish. It's goat with rice and vegetables. I always like to try the cuisine in any country I'm in. There's a couple of fast food joints nearby, but, you know, I could have that anywhere, so what's the point? Thank you very much. Thanks. Oh, to drink? Uh, just give me a Coke. Okay, so how much? I've only got four and a half million left. Is that enough? <laughs> oh, it is four and a half million. Okay. That was lucky. Cheers. This is delicious, and it's so authentic. Well, not bad for four and a half million francs, anyway. <laughs> and I know that does sound a lot, but with exchange rate, it's about... Well, I can tell you exactly, actually. I've got the converter on my phone. It's just under £6,000. Six, oh, that can't be right. Uh, I looked earlier. Well, I'll do it again. Four and a half million West African francs. Sterling. What the fuck? It's saying it's almost six thousand pounds. That can't be right. I must have done something wrong earlier. What the fuck? Hey, oi! You scammed me. What six grand for this shit? I don't think so. Give me my money back. Give. You do know who I am. You've just served me. Give me my money back now. And where's that weirdo who fleeced me for this shitty bracelet earlier? <laughs> Sexual health in Africa has been a hot topic for decades. Maybe education is the problem, or should I say, a lack thereof? I asked five random people in Magadougou one simple question, what's a condom? And I got nothing but utter confusion in response. I've come to the Wenda Basso School to speak to a fantastic group of kids. 
They think I'm just here to tell them about myself and what I do. What they don't know yet is I'm also going to be giving them the most important lesson of their young lives. Hi guys, how you all doing? Settle down now please. Settle down please. Okay, my name is Tom Cheeks. I'm a traveller, a blogger, and I do a podcast where I go around the world talking to girls I've previously had sexual intercourse with. So, hands up, who knows what I mean by sexual intercourse? Come on, don't be shy. (laughs) Okay, none of you. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Sex education. So, sexual intercourse is what happens when a man inserts his penis into the vagina of a woman. Or, these days, it doesn't have to be a man and a woman. There's what they call homosexual intercourse as well. And that's where a man inserts his penis into another man's anus. Uh, Or two women can have sex. Although I'm probably not the best one to ask about how that's done. I I honestly have no idea. Uh, But anyway, when a man has sex, unless he wants a child or to be riddled by sexual infestation, he uses one of these. Does anyone know what this is? Well, this is a condom. Um, And a condom goes onto your penis. Uh, Like, well, uh, let me show you. Bear with me. earlier than I'd originally planned. I'm gutted because it means I won't be able to meet with Kadida Kabore. Kadida, if you're listening, maybe I'll come back here one day. Never say never. Instead say, prob- probably not. Probably not. <laughs>